0: hi everyone and welcome to this week's edition of the one one your west australian racing podcast i'm bj ryan joining me as always is the perth racing guru himself terry layton hello terry hello beige
1: very good to be here once again uh fresh on the back of 11 race card yesterday how are you feeling after that
0: yeah it was a bit of a marathon at at headquarters yesterday Mm. i don't know whether we really needed 11 but we had 11 and uh, it was not a bad day's racing um but uh yeah exhaustion set in late that's for sure yeah. um, but I just wanted to take take us back mm. I've got three words for you okay sir. Desmond Atwell.
1: Okay, I thought they were going to what, one of the three was going to be crapola. So I'm that's <laughs> I'm glad that's not the case. Yeah, no, look, pretty happy talking about Sir Desi. There hasn't been too many winners in the last uh, in the last week, so uh, very happy with that one. I think a few of the listeners might have uh, heard and and grabbed the uh, the early price. Did the- you see the? Did you actually see the price of Fair Force as well? Uh, no. Twelve. So, so they're the two I tipped. Twelve. Last say so last week on the podcast we tipped Fairforce uh, at uh, well the odds weren't out when we um, recorded, but we tipped Fairforce Force and Lady Stingray. Um, Fair was 12s to fives. I thought she made a mistake coming up the inside pad. As it turns out, the inside pad was good, so the horse just simply didn't go well enough. And the other one was Lady Stingray, who was 18s to about six bucks or so, um, and got the job done for our mate Desi Atwell. And I tell you what, there was uh, there were some excited boys in the uh, in the cam I I tipped that to half of Perth, I think. So.
0: So the Friday fill up. The Friday fill up, yeah. which came in handy because Ascot. Uh, Saturday at Ascot got, got canned. So. Yeah, it did. And I, I actually did
1: my ass at Geraldton, to be honest, Beach. So, yeah, it was a it
0: was a tough old day.
1: Uh, it was a tough old day. So I'm glad Desi uh, gave me a bit of a bank to, uh, to start with. And just on that note, actually, just to, just to talk myself up some more, I tipped it to our entire row at the uh, at the cricket. We went to the cricket on Friday when it was a million degrees. Mm-hmm. I tipped them all Ibiza at 100 to 1. And it was in front of the last couple of strides. So, um, yeah, I probably wouldn't have been here today. I don't think I would have been alive if... Uh,
0: you might have actually been in Ibiza.
1: I would have been probably yeah I would have owned half a Beethor I think I think I was betting a bit boisterously by that stage of the day after a couple of uh, mid strengths at uh, Optus Stadium but
0: uh, I digress Beach let's uh, let's move forward it, yeah shout out to uh, a friend of the podcast one of our favourites cult hero uh, Desi Atwell also we've had a couple of our other. Uh, Personal faves, uh, Magic Mike Santich. Yes, Magic. And uh, t- teaming up with Lactar Ramoli. you know. $34. Oh, I think it was even longer.
1: Classic. Most a uh, lot of places, yeah. yeah. classic pro at Ascot yesterday. You tipped that a fortnight ago on a Saturday in a 72-plus. <laughs> I mean, oh, I I couldn't have come at it with, with your money, Beej, mm-hmm. but it was um, – it's a horse that, again, we, we've discussed this in the past. He beat Home Lady Cosmology in a listed race, mm-hmm. only finishing behind Electric Light. No, who won that race? The Sheila Gwynn last year. Oh, I can't. We'll come back to that anyway. But um, it's it, it ran some huge races in the past. So to get up at 50 to 1 midweek is, uh, well, retrospect's a powerful tool, but it, it looks like a pretty good price now, doesn't it? Well, yeah,
0: Magic's having a really good run it at is. the moment. And, um, and also uh, Ash Maley, uh, Maley and McNaught, yeah. one of Terry's absolute Favorite combination. You don't even need to do the four. Malian, and McNaught. That's it. You've done the four. And they they got the chalkies yesterday too. Yeah. The last mega zone was a good win. Nice horse on the rise. It was and Maylie. We spoke about this. He's he's starting to hit his straps again, and he's got yes. some uh, he's got some chances at Ascot this Saturday. Mm-hmm. So um, quickly touch on Touting Cup Day yesterday. Mm. Uh, Taxigano. Geez, you'd love to go to war with that horse. He just he lifted under Peter Hall. Uh, fended off. Prince Turbo survived a protest. I know
1: you were on, Beach, but any uh, any grounds to uphold that one?
0: To be honest, got distracted, haven't watched the head-on just yet, okay. Terry, but I'd be guided by you. And you seem to think that there perhaps was some uh, there grounds. Was, there was
1: grounds, definitely. I think CJP had to maybe stop riding a little, but in saying that, um, if you're going to uphold that one, you're going to be upholding a lot of them. So fair bump play on, but uh, I think... CJP copped it for a bit of a frivolous protest. I don't think it was that frivolous. I, I can understand why he was um, why he protested that one. I actually, remember one from back in the day, Beach when uh, Talk to the Wall, my uh, one of my favourite horses, probably got me into racing to some degree. Was up against Timely Queen many a moon ago, and uh, Timely Queen with Paul Harvey on shifted about. Three hundred lengths off the rail, and Wayne O'Connell was on talk to the wall at a hundred to one. Wow! And um, he got beaten a lip, and uh, he never actually protested. So at least CJP for the people that uh, backed Prince Turbo tens to fives. At least uh, he gave him a shout and um, said, "I'll oh, we'll, we'll take this to the stewards room."
0: Yeah, yeah. What a what a good horse, ta- good old horse Taxagano is, and I, mm. I, I think he's he's in career best form myself. Hundred uh, percent. Peter Hall is uh, uh, hopping off to ride Star Exhibit, which is fair enough in the Perth Cup. So uh, as of recording, you have to. As of recording this morning, it's uh it's uh ten to eleven on Thursday morning. Uh, Taxigano is riderless in the Perth Cup, and he's going to be a a lightweight show uh, top four chance for sure for mine. So Mm -hmm. Taxigano, well done, Fred Kersley, getting getting this this guy uh, staying well and performing to his best. Quick mention: Central Central Spice won first up, really good win, very smart. Mare now, four-year-old, and um, yeah, she's going to win a heap of races for the Pierce Brothers.
1: Yeah, class. Uh, class got her over the line there. Probably was not necessarily the prettiest ride, but um, yeah, she wins a stack of races, wins, uh, goes towards a summer scorcher. We'll find a race like that difficult with her racing pattern with some sharper horses out in front, but she wins plenty more. But uh, the one I wanted to touch on, beige was um, another friend of the podcast. Who's that? Uh, our friend uh, Mario Delina. Marbro. He's a part of, uh, this isn't about him, this story, though. It's, uh, well, it's partially about him because he's a part owner. But uh, the Cat Ratcher. So nearly four years, and we, we say nearly four years without a win. That's not as big a deal as nearly four years without a race. I think it was two or three months short of the four-year mark. To stick with a horse over that period, this is—I reckon this is a really underrated story. This is one of the the best stories um, that I can remember in recent time from racing. So I know it's a, it's a midweek, whatever it was, handicap. Um, but it was it, it's it's yeah, an amazing story of perseverance to come back as an eight or nine year old, eight year old, I think it is, and win in that manner. And, and the win wasn't out of turn. If you go back and look at his last two hundreds from his last few starts, I mean, we've both been black booking him every start, every mm. start. He went up four, five to one. Otherwise, I would have tipped him if I knew he was going to get out to the seven, eight to one. I mean, that that was the price. He was the horse that had to be favourite from the inside gates, and um, the apprentice Chrissy Graham rode a double yesterday. Handled him well, but uh, yeah, I think there's more wins in him too. So, well done to some very patient connections and I hope they had a little bit of a feel because they, they deserve a feel. Afterwards. I'm sure they backed
0: that. themselves yesterday. They would have backed themselves, yeah, well done Mr. Delina, everyone's mate. Uh, quick mention Thanks to everybody. Quick, quick, Well done, Maria. <laughs> quick mention to the Tiana Robertson stable. Yeah. She is doing a tremendous job. Young trainer, she's doing a tremendous job with a small team. El Tani bolted in at Ascot well, yesterday. I saw
1: your tweet yesterday
0: mm. and I, I was already thinking the
1: same thing. Wasn't d saying this was the best horse of all time? Yeah, Darren McAuliffe McCullough- How- was very bullish about this horse's ability. Started yep. second favorite in a rack on raconteur, won by Cup Night, beaten 2.2. Uh, wide, yeah, I mean, I'm sure there's a story about why it's moved stables. We won't speculate in that sense, mm. but uh, it's a very odd. A horse he thought was as good as it was, it's now not with one of the Perth's uh, powerful stables. But a uh, very good ride, Troy Turner as well. Initially, they would have wanted to lead. He decided, nah, they're going
0: mad. He, he tucked off him and, um, yeah, whoosh, car. Yeah, so Perth... <laughs> uh perth pub tour terry would you like to let the listeners know on oh, this on, is, well on, yeah yeah go
1: for it yeah yeah this is something we were just sort of discussing earlier um i have a little uh we have a little i have a little pub tour company the perth pub tour very simplistic stuff in the city we just run pub tours for uh, all ages and all groups we were considering talking off air before about running a pub mm-hmm. tour for one-on-one listeners and general wa racing enthusiasts uh, there wouldn't be nothing overly exciting about the evening um, or over the top. It would be simply coming along, having a few drinks, we'll chuck on some food, we'll head to three or four bars in the city and basically just network with other um, like-minded WA Racing enthusiasts, beach. So we'd like, I'd like to get 20 there, I think, to make it worthwhile. So um, I was thinking 10th or 11th of January, a Friday mm-hmm. or a Saturday. I think the Friday would be better because it allows us to spruik what we like tomorrow and tell everyone how good we are, yeah. um, and hear everyone else's tips and whatnot. I, on a Saturday night, we might all be a bit dejected when we've gone none for nine. So
0: okay, so what we'll do is we'll flag this on yes. Twitter. We'll uh, we'll see whether people are interested or not. But yeah, we. Pretty cool to catch up in the new year. Yeah, let's do it. On a Friday night in the city, catch up with some racing crew and and have a a bit of fun also. Yep. Okay, so we're getting very close to starting our preview, Terry, but before we do, we need to thank our our exceptional sponsors, Market City Meats. Timmy Hewitt, Market City Meats, the largest butcher shop in Perth, located at the Canning Vale Markets on Bannister Road. Um, Yeah, those Market City Meats, they're very hard to beat, Terry. Uh, Had some uh, very happy competition winners this week Benny Armstrong on Twitter last night cooked his up on the Barbie the guru and, uh, the guru and uh, Sean Nichols also picked his up and everyone is very impressed with the strip loin stakes so also no races last Saturday so the get over uh, so the get out stakes. Steaks is a carryover. <laughs> it is a carryover. Yes, it's a car- jackpot carryover. So um, we will. Uh, so the very popular Get Out Stakes competition, we will remind everyone prior to race ten uh, on, uh, on in our preview. Yep. But uh, but just remember that um, the Get Out Stakes is just simply selecting who you think will win the last race of the day and a decimal margin and at the one one pod on Twitter if you can do that. So that's Market City Meats, um Canevale Markets on Bannister Road, just in time for Christmas as well. It's got a great uh, Christmas menu on offer. Go see Timmy. So the Mundaring Hotel is our other awesome sponsor in Butchie O'Connor. Uh, the Mundaring Hotel, located in Jacoby Street, Mundaring, heart of the hills since 1899. Uh, feed Flutter and Froffies with the publican. So uh, we had. So the WA Racing Mastermind competition yes. sponsored by the Mundaring Hotel. Congrats. Nine winners. We had nine correct responses. Well, one winner, nine so correct answers. So nine masterminds as such, mm-hmm. um, but there can only be one winner. That was Mike Eppis. So congratulations, Mike. Um, Magic Mike. Yeah, <laughs> the professor, I'm led to believe, the pro- professor Mike Eppis, uh, he got all three answers correct. So the Mundaring Hotel, WA Racing Mastermind. We have three Questions for this week's edition. Terry? When we get to the race? Yes. Before yes. the cockstakes? Before the cockstakes. Yeah. All right. Stay tuned. Stay, Stay tuned. tuned. Stay so, tuned. Um, also, just remember that the Starstruck Classic is the other feature on, today, on yes. Saturday's program.
1: Yes, yes, yes. It's a program I'm not overly enthused about, Beach. to be honest. Uh, field sizes are horrendous. Um, depth in field is probably not there. Uh, there isn't much, I mean, let's be honest, there isn't much to really get excited about these six, seven horse fields we've got to encounter for most of the day, but there are 10 winners, Bernard. So let's try
0: and find, uh, some of those 10 winners, huh? Eh? Yeah, we'll get, we'll launch into the, into the preview now. Stay tuned for after the podcast, uh, after the preview rather for horses to follow, top notch trialers and, um, our one bets and Maddies for Saturday's card, Um, We're also coming up with a new segment called Whatever Happened To, where we try and track down horses that have shown promise that have been off the scene for some time. But Terry, the Perth Racing Guru, uh, what, rail back to the true Ascot sad day, have you got a leaning as to how you feel the track or the conditions of the day Play and what horses do we need to be targeting?
1: Yeah, I do. I think uh, with the rail back at the true position we've got an easterly in the morning, turning into a westerly as the day progresses, so I, I would suspect that early doors you'd be favoured being on pace, especially I think it's 33, 34 degrees, so I think you'll be, um, you will be suited being closer to the speed, even leading um, in the first couple of events, but I think that can fare out um, as the day progresses and the wind turns into a westerly and temperatures maybe cool down a little bit so... Always dangerous to preempt track conditions too early in the day um, before a meet and and get something stuck into your mind that may not eventuate, but I'm pretty confident that's how it'll play, um, Beege. But the smaller fields as well, I mean... A lot of it's going to come down to tempo and mm-hmm. which horses handle the... Because it's very likely we're going to see races run at pretty slow tempos with the smaller fields. And so. we
0: saw quite a number of races run at, at a particularly slow tempo oh, as yesterday. Yeah, as that was well. a
1: horror show, each That was very difficult to watch, I found. So, yeah, I, I can't understand what a lot of the jockeys were doing um, when they might have been on a leader and they might have missed a kick a little bit, get up to three wide, and then they're walking and just stand there, just hold there, hold there, hold there, hold there. they there was a real lack of um, ingenuity yesterday and, and initiative to, to go forward and take a race on and really roll with it. I mean, yeah, we'll, we'll touch on, when we get to the Cox Stakes, I want to touch on that and the Ketownton and the, um, yesterday from a uh, Perth Cup perspective, but uh, we'll wait till we get there. I'll, I'll hold fire till we get to that
0: one, Bede. So should we get stuck in? Sure. All right, let's do it. Okay, so race one is the Crown Towers Plate. For the two-year-olds over 1,100 meters, we have four horses with race experience, three newcomers, uh, only the seven runners, obviously, to to face the starter. Mindari uh, did well to lead and win on debut. American Choice boxed on after sitting outside her in running, um, and there's a couple others with race experience there. I was not that enamored with those horses who ran at Ascot on the 7th of December. So I went looking for one of the first starters and the horse that I landed on was Sunny Silk. David Harrison trained um, first starter. Renee, Har- uh, Renee Forrest has been on board for, for both trial wins. Initially, it was a 400 She's riding meter- all right
1: as well, Renee. Yeah. Oh, Renee, she's riding. She's not getting too many in the in the city at the moment, but uh, underrated rider at times, I think, uh, young Renee.
0: Yeah, and she and obviously she 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 does ride um, on pace horses as well. Uh, well. Mm-hmm. Uh, this horse won a, a 400 meter heat at Larkhill on the 18th of November, and followed up with by jumping straight to the front, finding the rail and leading and winning the uh, her 950 meter heat Larkhill on the 2nd of December. Really ping the lids on that occasion. I feel as though Sunny Silk can begin better than Mindari. Cross was- Mindari, find the front. Lead and win that's on debut. That's going to be my question to you. How do you how do you have this mapped?
1: It's a it's a difficult one to map the uh, the youngsters, isn't it? We can only go from minimal public footage that we have, but uh, that's an interesting Corbege. If you do have it getting to the top, then um, I always say you want to be uh, with a two-year-old out in front, especially with uh, especially with the conditions early in the day, probably suiting those on pace. So
0: I feel as though Sunny Silk can begin better than Mindari okay. and and get to the rail. Uh, that would be the perfect scenario, uh, and that's the way that uh, that Sunny Silk can win this yep. race. Um, I marked her three dollars fifty. So the current um, best available at the moment at four forty is. Is, is a good price for what I'm looking for so I'm going to be locking in Sunny Silk on top Mindari and American Choice probably, obviously uh, the, the hardest to beat sorry to jump in I'll yeah.
1: probably uh, if you are going to go with Sunny Silk it tends to be a pattern for the um, jockeys who don't get the rides in the city as often mm-hmm. that they tend to drift a little bit so you might even see a better price Sunny Silk late with Renee Forrest on top so that's something to consider there, um, that it, it might be one that, uh, yeah, that creeps out to a slightly better price and an even, even more backable price later on, potentially.
0: That's right. And also a, um, a half-sister and stablemate to the very smart three-year-old Silken Eyes. Yeah, exactly. Who is uh, who is in later on the card. Do you have any strong opinions no, on this race, No, I don't,
1: actually, beige have, I have very, um, unlike me, I have no strong opinions whatsoever. Uh, I think Mindari might be able to hold the front. That stable's real aggressive in mm. regards to not wanting to, so Sunny Silks can have to get a whole length and a half in front um, to be able to cross and find the rail. So not sure if that'll occur. Uh, Expecting American Choice with the weight swing on Mindari to perhaps uh, push it a little bit closer. If they drew opposite barriers and American Choice drew underneath Mindari, I'd probably have that as an investment, um, but not drawing outside, especially with... Sunny Silk in between those two who might keep American Choice out three deep or make Jane, Jade restrain. To the 1-1? One one. Yeah, to the 1-1, one one yeah. Beach, Spot on. Uh, I want to watch Safe Rest, though. I really like the trial. But one thing I found, and this might sound very odd, Beach, is when Ryan Hill rides trials, I'm always impressed. He's got this sort of laconic look about him because he often sits up late in trials, which is yeah. fine. I've got no issue with that. But they always look like they're going better than they are under Ryan Hill's riding. It's, it's a hard thing to explain, but... I've always found I overrate horses that Ryan Hill sits up on in trials. So yeah. but I really liked its um its effort over the nine fifty for Vern and Brockman. No idea where it gets to from six, probably gets back and from there it can't win. But um no, no no bet for me early on beach. If I was having a bet it'd be something small um on American choice to improve with a little weight swing at, at about four fifty. But um no, I'm I'm not gonna get involved, I wouldn't have thought.
0: Okay. Race two. Tab touch, West Speed Platinum handicap over the mile. Uh, Terry, you done the form for this? What have you come up oh. with?
1: I wish I didn't do the form for this speech. Uh, I'm not overly enthused here. Uh, probably won't surprise you um, to know that I'm probably leaning towards our mate, Ashley mm. Uh How do you, how have you mapped this though? Because I, first of all, the blinkers are off Zephyr Queen. First time in her career, they're taking off the shades. Now, obviously that's because she's up to the mile for the first time in her career. Do you, they're still going to try and lead on her. Do you get that impression?
0: Yeah, I, my map anyway was Rock and Roller, Rock and Ruler leading Zephyr Queen outside leader.
1: Yep, I wouldn't be surprised with Rock and Ruler going back to uh, his win at York. He actually took a sit, so I reckon Mitch will be willing to hand up um over the mile if zephyr queen's aggressive enough early on and that's i think that would be beneficial for both rock and ruler and beneficial for zephyr queen so um but I, it could end up either way arnie's boy is the hardest one to map in this race his last effort and we were talking about this um off here before beach i actually had something on at the 20 to 1 last start have you seen a better thing beaten um not not that it was joey's fault just where it came from in a day when not much made ground was just—it was
0: something else, wasn't it? Yeah, its it was final right.
1: splits were just out of this world. It was re- um, a remarkable
0: performance on the day. Um, stood out mas- massively, like, like dogs. Like we saw, <laughs> we saw not to be missed. Produce something like completely out of the box at Ascot. Yep. Um, a couple of weeks ago, this was. In a lower grade but of a similar even though I didn't win, it was a similar sort of run, it was just completely separate to anything else on the day. hundred percent. Yeah. And you're a bit stiff at the twentieth. Yeah. Yeah, thanks, beige No, I needed that.
1: Uh what's how do you have this map though? So the question is aren't these boys a horse who traditionally can roll forward mm. and run a nice race? Drawn seven with only the two speed horses underneath. He could go forward, find the outside the leader by putting some pressure on them three wide. Or do they follow the blueprints where we saw that remarkable effort um, 10, 30, 13 days ago? And as he dropped back to near last and tried to come around them when the easterly could still be in play on a hot day. And that might not be the spot to be. Beach. How would you go about it? How do you think they all go about it? Positive. Yeah, I would too.
0: Positive. I, I think I, I believe they should be positive and I think they will be positive. Um and, and if you say that Rock and Ruler hands up and Zephyr Queen um finds the front, then I believe Arnie's boy can sit outside Zephyr Queen and still win. Yep. The the other horses in the race, start the Fryer likes to get back, Pal- Palacino gets back, over there gets back, and Shadow Hunter's gonna be ridden quiet from the low draw. Yep. If Arnie's boy boy doesn't get outside leader, he can land in the 1-1 for sure. 100%, the 1-1.
1: I, uh, yeah, that's come the way I'm leaning, Beige Over there's a nice horse, but over there you cannot trust um, with the way it's beginning. Stable's flying, though, so definitely not willing to put a, um, a line through her, but uh, she just continually misses jumps and misses them quite poorly. So your winner will come from over there, Arnie's boy or Zephyr Queen, um, as your value. This is a far better horse when she's allowed to roll in front and not sustain that pressure the blinkers being off up to the mile chloe hasn't ridden a winner for a while too many negatives for me to get involved but um i'm happy having something on arnie's boy at just shy of four to one and you know, i reckon that's enough what are your thoughts arnie
0: uh, arnie's boy on top had him on top in my preview the the leg up um released this morning the two horses i'm scared of the most are the big finishers over there and palacino I think Palacino has a lot of ability, but just has got no idea what's going on. Still, I'm going to give you something
1: with Palacino. I was on last start, um, and it was fours to 240 or something. Mm. It was backed off the map. And its previous start, I've actually, Palacino's a horseman watching quite closely, waiting for the penny to drop, like you were um, just about to say before I interrupted you for one of the thousand times I've done so. <laughs> um, but I don't think it's hitting the line well either way, this campaign. I, I don't think Palacino is currently uh, at her best. So add to that the fact she can't jump and she does a lot wrong. I don't think she's at her best either. So one, I'm um, happy to discount.
0: Take on? Beach. Yeah we'll take her on. Okay but for me I'm, I'm with you. Arnie's boy is the um, is my on top selection over there the biggest danger for me. Love it Beach. Moving on to race three. What do we have here?
1: Oh what a shocker. This is a Barry Crocker isn't it? So we've got a six horse field but realistically we have a four horse field. Uh, Boom and bust and Magic Las Vegas. Um, Paul Jordan is a very, uh, experienced trainer. Um, I can't understand why he's got a 63 rated horse in a 72 plus. I haven't looked at the scheduling or program, but there's enough races around, especially for a horse rated 63, um, to find that event. Uh, he can't possibly win this. And you could say, Oh, it's, it's a barrier trial. He's building up. In a campaign well put it into a race where you're going to lose ratings points because this is in a 72 plus the handicapper will look at this and say well he was racing out of his grade we're not going
0: to drop that to a 61 like he's not going to lose ratings points so this is just—it's—it's yeah, it's really poor uh, placement. My take is he's got a race lined up for next start, and this is a stepping stone to this particular race that he's targeted, and mm. he has to go around on this day. That—that that would be my strong suggestion. Okay,
1: all right, you're you're a bit more forgiving than me,
0: Beach. we'll play good cop bad cop here, eh? I like Fair that. enough. Yeah, but that—that's that's putting my trainer's hat on. Um, <laughs> <laughs> that's that's what I would be looking at, yeah. Mm. So we've got the four runners left,
1: and it, it's really going to come down to. Um, Now, the best ride I think you'll find. Harry Thomas will lead him up. Burnbust rolls to his outside. Arctic Stream did settle last at its most recent outing, but it doesn't have to settle that far back. I think, especially with Paul Harvey on, who's quite an aggressive rider, I think he'll settle on the back of Harry Thomas. Um, And Royal Command will probably hold the 1-1, Beige, with the well-weighted, superior smile back last. One of those three will win. I'm, I'm probably, and this is probably a little bit, One of those four win, actually. I was going to say I'm happy to take on Harry Thomas. A month between runs, up in weight. With some nice sprinters right on its hammer. Um, But just with the conditions, you probably can't put a line through it. Superior Smile gets a big weight swing on Arctic Stream. And we'll be making the sustained run with The Apprentice, which is finding some form. Royal Command, I'm not sure about. Forget its last run, but I'm just... I'm just not sure about... He goes up a kilo from its last uh, effort against Superior Smile, while Superior Smile drops four kilos. So that's a five kilo swing, beige And Superior Smile, on paper, should have the back of Royal Command just about here. So... I'm Super- definitely... a
0: small, unbeaten Ascot 1800 as well.
1: Oh, there you go. I, I didn't even know that one. Uh, oh, I, I think the winner comes from one of those four. I know I'm not playing Royal Command at that price. Lean to Arctic Stream. Uh, took a long time to finally break through at Ascot, but uh, no bet for me, beige. The market's pretty much spot on here
0: with all four of them around about between three and four to one. So I won't be having a bet. Okay, yeah. Not a no, not a lot of enthusiasm from my corner either, Terry. Must say, Ross Price stable doing some really good things this this season. Uh cable Bunbury based The price Ross, is right. Ross price, price is right. He's got the two two of the six Come in this. Come on
1: down. <laughs>
0: <laughs> got two of the six in this. Harry Thomas, Arctic Stream, both last start winners, both winning chances. My view, which I held last week about Royal Command, is that he's in a very similar race to so this is he's the from the talent point of view, he's the best horse in the race. If he brings his best, he will win. I had him marked two forty, which oh, yeah, which thin. is yeah, thin, yeah. Um, so recent Weiss, the Vortex again. Are yeah, we in the Vortex again? The Vortex, yeah. So uh, at that at my rated price from yesterday, he he seems about right. But yeah, I'm pretty I'm pretty keen to to stay out and watch watch these um, these campaigners go around, Terry. Um, and yeah, sit this one out. I think
1: it'll be a dawdle too. So maybe uh, do some of your own form and uh, have a look who you think will be best suited to racing in a dawdle. Mm. So I'm not, uh, I'm not convinced any, any which way. Uh, so we're happy to move on. Mo- move on. Let's go. Race okay. four. The happy Stephen Racket. Happy birthday to Stephen Rakic yeah, as happy well. Happy birthday, so Stephen. I used to play cricket against a guy called Lee Racket. Funny story actually, Bj. I was fielding at short cover semi-final. Belted it at me as skip, and I've plucked it, and I've gone off for a celebration. Done a roll roly-poly. I'm not sure if I broke my finger doing the roly-poly or taking the catch, but I missed the the grand finalist captain the following week. So there's a story for you. So if you are uh, related to uh,
0: Shane Rakic, was sorry, if you are related to Shane Rakic, then um, hello, Shane. (laughs) And happy birthday, Stephen. Yeah, of course. Hope you you have a good one, mate. Um, So we have a 1000 meter race for the 78 pluses. There's a couple of sharp Types in this and a horse that I really like, one of, he might even be my one bet of the day goes around here, Terry. Wow, hey. So should I just, Yeah. should I launch? Just launch. Okay, really keen on uh, Don't Fuss first up. uh, Pierce Brothers, thousand meter specialist. Don't Fuss just keeps getting, he's a six-year-old now, just keeps getting better and better every time. Would you describe him as progressive? Yeah, and he took his, yeah, and he's had a long prep, Last uh, our last time in work and he just raced against some really, really smart horses, performed really, really well. Uh, his barrier trial win, uh, recent barrier trial win was superb, led and won with Chris Graham in the saddle. Chris Graham is on board fresh from a double confidence-boosting double yesterday, uh, claims three fifty seven kilos. Don't Fuss actually likes being out wide of horses as well. So barrier six is uh, positive. Terry, I was just gonna say, give me a map here, beach. Yeah, let's I've got. See, let's see how close we are with our maps. I've got dance music leading. Don't fuss outside leader. Yeah, Daddy in uh, leader's back and Majolica one-one, but one, not one. Really, not really that certain about that position, but uh, Don't Fuss is a is a tough horse. I reckon he would can- lead okay cool if he leads game over Mm -hmm. yeah that's the way i see it uh i i'm i'm really keen to play because i know that the the market um always finds dance music and uh they have done Again, two fifty is best on offer for dance music, but currently, don't fuss four fifty. I had uh, don't fuss and dance music marked equally two dollars eighty.
1: Oh, oh, I've got them two eighty five each. Yeah. Isn't that exciting?
0: So yeah, for me, this is this is my one bet. Really, keen don't fuss first up for the Pierce Brothers and their rapidly improving apprentice Chris Graham. Hundred uh, uh, percent. I've got to ask you, Terry. Oh, w- sorry to interrupt. What nah, do we do with this? You will do one back to me. What, what <laughs> do we do with this kimono? Ah, uh, nothing. Yep. You
1: don't do anything. We watch? Um, yeah, I, pro- I might not even watch, to be honest. Yep. Uh, it's going to, it won't, with the waist, it won't be able to jump near him. It's, it's actually not in this horse race, speech. Mm. Yes, it, I, I can see that it's one of the seven runners, but it's actually not in this race. Okay. You don't have to worry about it. It's 10 to 1. That's taking up uh, a reasonable chunk of the market, so I'm very happy that it's in the race. Maginica's 8 to 1, 1,500 down to 1,000. That's taking up a chunk of the market. I'm happy it's in the race. Mm. So, yeah, but um, no, I, uh, I can't. Uh, I can't come at it it's a very odd placement um very odd everything i think with ryan hill on board they're just probably sending it around seeing how it goes he wrote it in the trial as well so he's the one that's probably going to get the gauge on the horse and so um good luck hope it goes well but um no it's it should be probably 50 to so one so i take
0: it you're keen on don't fuss as
1: well too? oh yeah i'm, I'm with you Beach, big yep. time I, I think uh don't fuss and dance music are the two but dance music's uh the jockey and the trainer are both having a run of outs It's 1,200 down to 1,000, and it hasn't been able to lead its last couple when we thought it would finish a lot closer to the speed, so I don't know if she's jumping all that well. So that's why I've suggested, I do think there'll be a degree of desperation to get to the top, but I think Don't Fuss can get to the top. Don't Fuss could, as you mentioned, could even be a better horse outside of them it loves doing it tough um, there's got to be some question marks don't fuss just the fact that it's first up every horse first up we, we don't know we've got to trust the trainers mm. and we are rapidly as punters starting to trust the Pierce brothers mm. so um, a real clear lean $4.20 that's that's enough for me, and I'll be um, yeah, I'll be suggesting that as a as a reasonable sized investment, I think Beach. So my big hope is that they don't scratch undisclosed, yep. because uh, he ran on Wednesday, yep. um, and he's five to one because that'll drop all prices about twenty percent, and we uh, we don't want that Beach. We don't want the fours to become uh, low threes. That would uh, that would disappoint.
0: So for me, I, th- I think that Don't Fuss has dance music covered. The fl- potential fly on the ointment horse is Ooh. is yeah, Darty. Yeah, I've, yeah, I'm with you. I'm yeah. with you.
1: I think the 12 bucks is over. Um, 11, 12 bucks. It's around is over. no luck last campaign whatsoever. Um, yeah, really nice
0: horse. Steve Parnum's riding well. Grabs the back of the speed, but um, yeah, definitely a, a danger. Thous- thousand meter horses for thousand meter races. Yeah, Daddy. Eight starts, four Oops. wins. Don't Fuss has uh, 13 starts, four wins, five seconds, and two-thirds. So. Would you say it's uh, horses for courses, Beach? <laughs> That's right. So, yeah, thousand, it's, a, it's an old pearl from from, um, from some uh, very uh, fine form students over in the eastern states. 1,000-meter horses for 1,000-meter races. That's yep. why I'm leaning towards Don't Fuss very strongly, Terry.
1: I'm with you, Beige, and uh, with a degree of confidence too. So, yeah, we can...
0: Um suggest that one together excellent perfect race 5 the Schweppes handicap 1200 metres Terry what have you got
1: Well, I'll tell you what, this is not going to test us to find the winner here, Beej. This will test you to win the race. And I think we've um, spoken enough about how good this horse is and what's happening. At this stage, I don't own a share in it. So uh, I'm not all that perturbed. Oh, yeah, that's right. No, you actually messaged me and I haven't responded. Sorry, Nod, if you do listen to this, I'll get back to you in time. Um, But yeah, no, this will go straight to the front. The only danger is um, barrier one inside gate over the sprinting journeys. I've seen, you just see a lot of horses miss the kick. This might be That just might be an anomaly that I've picked up on that isn't even uh, a real thing. But um, even if uh, she does miss the kick, she still should be too good. She can probably give them a a head start like in the the, the bag weight greys over in uh, England. Not that I've... Um, punted on those at 10 pm on a Saturday night in the past. Stall gift or but something. yeah, <laughs> exactly yeah. right. But no, she wins the race. From a punting point of view, what you can do, and there is no real value. Um, so I'm saying this and at the same time I'm not really finding anything. But did you even
0: price this will test you?
1: I priced it a dollar fifteen, I think. Okay. So I think that's about what it is. So um but this race, you look at it, forget this will test you will be in a different horse race out in front. Market the rest of the field, and if you think there's value in a top two, so market the rest under 200 percent Um, For the place, then there there could be a bet. The Mm. one I was looking at was Dance Cocky. Uh, I think it'll hop onto um, Zanay's, I think, might be able to kick up and hold the back of this will test you. If not, it'll be Dance Cocky on the back. Prevailing Winds comes across, sits outside, this will test you or sits as close to outside of it as it can. Dance Cocky then sits one one. Um, I think if you can get three three dollars twenty about it running top three or effectively second or third, that might be okay as an investment. But no, nah, but really, I actually just want to watch this go around and um, and uh, hope it wins by ten again and gives us something to get excited about.
0: Yeah, very very exciting. Uh, this will test you. From what I'm led to believe that they this is this is a continuation of the education program for her. Uh, they could have easily have tipped her out and set her for a race, but they're not quite 100% um, with how she's settling in her races and they just want to give her more race experience. This will test you um, from one jumps, leads, wins, and I imagine the rest will be in a different postcode come the Mm -hmm. photo finish. A's is a really nice horse, just happens to run into this will test you again. And uh, Supreme Forces in career best form, those two horses look the the second and third. And I don't mind your um, dance cocky, uh, uh theory. My one following on for that is, is is Pub Brawl. We we found him in uh in a maiden the other day at Pinjara. He he's he's Ash Maley, Maley McNaught, the combo. If he, he might be able to sneak into third at a price, but but really this is this is a sit back, buckle in and watch a, a very, very fine, exciting thoroughbred in action.
1: Yeah, 100%. Well, Pub Brawl has gone up about five bucks and Dance Cocky uh, around about 350 for a top three finish. So both those prices aren't horrible. And if someone gets a horse to improve, it's Ash Maley. Think about why I choose her and horses like that. They go from maiden to uh, blue horse even. They go from maiden to yeah. uh, Saturday company and, and don't look out of place. So um, yeah, but this will test you. They won't test it. No, excited, <laughs> no. excited,
0: excited. And uh, part owner Terry Layton yeah, will be exactly there to right, lead yeah. her in. Make oh. sure you have this little tester in your early quality as well.
1: That might be the, uh, the
0: go set. Race six, the Amelia Park plate, 1200 metres, a set weights and penalties race for the three odds. And this race was actually on last Saturday. I was say, we've done this, haven't we? Yeah, last Saturday, and it's been carried forward to uh, this. Uh, this Saturday, uh, with one key addition.
1: I've I've been annoyed about these key additions. So what they've done is so midweek Prince Turbo was lobbed into the Taunton, given barrier three. And you've just told me before off air that um, that's because that was where when the initial draw was done before it was scratched. That was where it was. So, yeah, it was okay, part of I'll, the I'll initial nominations. I'll, yeah. I'll cop that. It was part of the initial nominations. Um, but the one that's really annoyed me was midweek. Um, Son of Bacchus has been chucked into the race one by Shoeish yesterday. Well, I would tipped shoe-ish as a bet, and I was quite keen on it at around the five dollar mark. But inflation had come out, who I gave none, and Son and backers had come into the race from a good hole, who I gave a very good chance. Which and the shoeish price hadn't actually changed, so you couldn't then go and tip it. I, I just it lost all value basically. I mean, it ended up getting out to eight to one. If if I knew it was going to be eight to one, it would have been a bet in a heartbeat. But it uh, yeah, it frustrated me because I had to redo the form anyway. That's just a personal gripe and just a personal whinge. And I actually can hear how bad I'm sounding as a whinger right now, so I'm gonna stop talking, bitch. But this race, I was, I was I, like, I'll um, let you go, Terry. <laughs> no, just 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 cut in seriously. <laughs> stop me. Uh, I got I got no real interest. The uh, I think Levitate's a nice horse, but mm. um again the it's been a it's been a while between drinks and. Um, yeah I, I don't I don't I don't really know I can make a case for Lavarod but I just I struggle with how Carberry rides it out to the line I really think the trainer needs to look at getting PJ on when he gets a chance I know he, he gets PJ on a few of them I just don't think Carberry's the right um, jockey for this horse so Silken Eyes Levitate get back Boomtastic Mia Dolce go forward uh, Lavarod sits just on him should be going really close mm. probably starts favourite in the market or swing from the current place but um, nah I'm staying out Beach, it's all yours
0: I really like these these horses. Mia Dolce, obviously. I think Downforce is going to win a heap of races. Even No Apology is is a is a really nice three year old. Silken Eyes goes good. Boomtastic goes good. Laver Rod and Levitator potential star. So there is some real talent in this three year old race. For me, I'm I'm going to put. He's meditating at the moment, by the way. Well, I'm, a, a, bit, I'm <laughs> a bit I'm a bit a bit gun shy about the Sean Casey stable. Nothing against Sean, mm-hmm. but I've been tipping a lot of their horses lately and it hasn't hasn't quite been happening for me. This is it. Stevie's wonder. This is the Stevie's <laughs> This is the day. Labour rod, Saturday. Um this horse first up, twelve hundred meters, stretched the potential star or the actual real star massimo in the placid arc stakes then he ran third to santa briana and massimo over 1400 meters in the Lestier classic last star that form is strong gate three third up from what i can gather he had he was a little bit tubby first up so he's got those two runs under his belt now to 1400 back to 1200 maps superbly i'd hate to hear what the horse is saying about us. <laughs> <laughs> fat shaming a, a thoroughbred sorry about that labor rod um but uh patrick carberry will get this put this horse in the exactly the right spot this is the day for labor rod obviously there's lots of talent in the race we've already spoken about but i'm keen labor rod third up 1200 all right
1: the only thing I'll say with that is, Beige, um, I reckon it'll be the money horse. I reckon it's the one, because it, it, on paper, really does yep. look the one. So I, I think, um, I mean, we haven't really, actually, we've caught up, Beige. There's no markets up. We can't. So we've only got 365 and Tab Touch to work off. I think it's about 320 across those three. 320, so yeah. I reckon, yeah. It might not start much longer than that because uh, this will be the one they back, I suspect. But uh, I'm staying out, Beige. It's all yours. Oh, okay, race seven. Oh god, the first thing I see is Barracky Beats. Always get a shiver down my spine when I
0: read that horse's name. <laughs> he's actually, uh, he's actually found a pretty suitable race here, to be honest. Though, um, yeah, the Iron Jack handicap, fourteen hundred yeah. meters, race seven on the card.
1: Yeah, he uh, he's found a pretty suitable race, but there's no way in the world I'm tipping an eight-year-old Barracky Beats for Joanne Leeson, who actually has a horse flying. Her race placement has to be questioned. Can while. you can
0: you understand like? Why no. they handed up last start on Barry? Oh, TV? no,
1: I, I can't understand why they handed up. And it, and I can't understand why they've gone listed group three, listed group three at their last four starts either. I think you need to, um, yeah, you need to just have some perspective about an eight-year-old and how many starts he's got left and where we can win a race. So it'd be a great thrill to be part of the big races, but going around the, a couple of hundred to one, I don't know. Just to me, wouldn't be the way I'd, I'd attack at Beach, but um, we're all different. Anyway, one of our favourites podcast favorite not to be missed yeah. uh, the, the big gray goes around here it's going to start provocatively short i'd yeah, say it's about a dollar 70 i think uh this isn't a very deep race and i always like to be somewhat circumspect and a bit wary when a horse steps up from the 60 pluses to the to the 72 pluses but this probably isn't a true 72 plus i don't think um from a speed map point of view you got barricade beats rolling beach Yes. Yeah, yep. Barracky beats rolling. Mankind should hold its back, and I'll tell you what, there hasn't been a horse with less luck in its last few runs. Um, it's second behind Guns of Navarone, was huge a couple back. When Undisclosed, who's a really sharp sprinter, actually got past it, and despite sitting deep, came back to grab second off it And Undisclosed. Hasn't seen third. the
0: rail for a while, Mankind. No, so no, from no, one, you'd you imagine he's going to get a good look at it on Saturday. <clears> wouldn't have seen a rail with a pair of binoculars. he
1: has been that far off the fence, mm. so... She, uh, Chloe, can hold the back with only 53. Her catch weight um, can hold the back of Barracky Beats here, and um, yeah, can just have a bit of a head start on uh, on not to miss. So if the rail is playing hot, um, I don't think uh, I don't think he's an impossibility at all for um, Fremantle's ex number one small forward. Uh, But after that, I I struggle to go much further. I want to give Red Publisher a chance here. Uh, Me too. I I don't think that they've found the right race for him at all recently. I think Ashley Maley, he does. I don't know if he tricks up his sleeve. But this really is a 1,400-meter horse at this stage of... Uh, his career heading towards the twilight, I would say. Last effort was really nice. Look, on the bend, it was traveling probably better than any horse mm. in the race. Um, got Went to the fence. It's probably not a horse that's going to pick up and sprint. Got a bit um, cramped
0: for room too. It did mm.
1: get a bit cramped mm. for room. Uh, previous effort against Karakapo sat deep over the 1,200. That was never its go. And previous efforts that it led, and it's never, ever, ever been a leader. So um, Red Publisher was actually my first ever futures bet, beige and a caricata plate at 400 to 1, and it led with about 300 to go. Ooh. Ran near last, but uh,
0: it was exciting nonetheless. <laughs> was Jade on board? No, not back then. No, not, no. I don't. So don't so, so maybe uh, don't know maybe was that on. was the missing ingredient, because McNaw 100%. and Mailey. Oh, you know
1: I like it. You know I like <laughs> it, Beej. Could be onto something here, Terry. But... Uh, uh, yeah, from five, you've, you've got to suspect that the lower weighted Not To Be Missed is a horse with more upside um, coming through the grades. The, the one thing I'll say is that Not To Be Missed won in a certain fashion last start. Um, I think Pike will be a bit more circumspect here, mm. and it'll involve the sit and sprint style of ride. Um, you just need to be careful about not giving Mankind or even Red Publisher, if Jade can slot that into the 1-1. One, one. Um, too much of a head start for Not To Be Missed can take a little bit to pick up, mm. um, so it just needs to be somewhat careful about that. But... I'm not too interested in the dollar seventy, not to be missed. Think um, I do think that he'll be winning, but yeah. uh, the mankind and red publisher price is about five six to one, and 9, 10 to one are probably about right as well. So again, beige, I can't really come at anything at those prices, but I'll be willing to wait for Betfair. Yep, um, be willing to look at a track pattern as the day progresses, if not to be missed. Gets out to $2 plus, or if mankind gets sorted a seven, eight, nine to one each way, Red Publisher gets to $13, $14, $15 plus each way, that's the way I'll be playing. So I'll, I'll be willing to back a drifter here.
0: Okay. Yeah, obviously, not to be missed, stands out like the proverbial should be winning all things being equal. I like, it was a real gut buster the other day. So the extra week, the 21 days between to, between runs now is, is ideal. Just gives him that extra bit of recovery. This, this horse is really going places, which we all know is bleedingly obvious that this is a group horse in the making. He should just win. Mm-hmm. However, horse racing, anything can yeah, happen. The great leveler, isn't it? So for me, I'm with you. I think Red Publisher is the potential knockout would um, you
1: call it the fly in the ointment? Yeah,
0: yeah, absolutely. He he was his run was a lot better than it looked, uh than it appears on paper last start, should have finished a couple of lengths closer at least. He um and just yeah, the, the melee thing, it's starting to gather gather momentum. So uh he, Our man. He, he's uh he's and really like he's his best form, I think he ran into in the Hannons and a Northern Cup this season or already. So yep. you know he's 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 a legit uh open class you know horse. Um, the only other uh, runner I'd like to discuss, it's probably not, I mentioned her first up as well, and I'm going to mention her again second up, is a horse called Crystal Valley. Nice run first up. Is, for is I reckon, follow third up and fourth up. Yep. Yeah, yep. no, I can say that, 100%. Look out for her getting back and running on, but third up and fourth up, Crystal Valley mm-hmm. later in the prep. But for me, I just can't, can't. I can't really be strong on anything else because not to be missed should dominate these. But if anything is going to uh, upset this this very exciting, very smart four-year-old, it'll be the old stager, the tough old bugger. Yeah. Red yeah. publisher.
1: Yeah, I think we're in agreement there. If you can get an each-way price, um, money back, even a little profit on Red Publisher, you go one by two basis. But uh, yeah, not to be missed. Um, should be taking care of business. Beach the Ted. Is it time for the mastermind?
0: It is. It is time. <laughs> <laughs> drum roll it is time for the mundering hotel wa racing mastermind competition remembering that we had nine masterminds last week nine correct entrants mm. so big thanks to everyone who contributed and and who gets involved this is a, a really cool a fun competition that we we enjoy so uh just also, a hundred dollar gift voucher to the Mastermind winner, um, and and last week was Mike. Episode, so, so congratulations to to Mike. Now, this week's quiz questions. Remembering that the Starstruck classic is on this day as well. So I've tried to Bit of a mixture. Tried to mix them I like up. It so age. question one: Starstruck, who I absolutely adored growing up. Uh, she was one of my all time favorites. She was a champion winner of the nineteen ninety five Australian Cup. Famously, she was first past the post in the Hotham Handicap at Flemington uh, before losing the race in controversial circumstances in the stewards' room uh, via protest. The question that I have is, name the horse who was declared the official winner of that particular race, relegating Starstruck to second. And the second part of the question is, who was the jockey? So the horse and the jockey who was declared the official winner after the protest hope that all makes sense. Question two, name the last horse to win the Melbourne Cup and CB Cox Stakes in the same year. Uh, my record suggests it's been done twice, but the most recent example, please, that is the question. So the last horse to win the Melbourne Cup and CB Cox State in the same calendar year. Question three is, name the last three-year-old to win the CB Cox Stakes. They are the three questions. That's the only one I got right as well, I think, Beech. Okay.
1: There's been a bit, uh, I was a bit disappointed with nine winners. I feel like you're not giving them enough of a challenge, Beech. So I'm going to add a fourth question in, actually. Uh, is that okay this week? A we fourth add a, question? Yeah, maybe a bit, of a, a bit of a tiebreaker or something. It's... We want them to answer uh, this one as well. It's just one of my favourites. Well, who am I to this deny be...
0: the uh, Perth Racing Guru? <laughs> Go should, for it. Question should, this four. This should be
1: this should be quite easy though, I think. Beat. Uh One of my, well, probably my favourite race call and one of my favourite races of all time um, was in a recent uh, in a recent TED, and it was this has been a ride for the ages in the TED from Darren McCall. I want to know the jockey he's talking about and what horse he was riding. So there's your fourth question, that's easy. That's a simple one, Veej, but I just wanted to bring it up more than anything.
0: Well, uh, I, I like it, I like it. So we've just changed things up. We've got a fourth question, a four tiebreaker question. Mm-hmm. Just remember, um, if you're sending us your answers, make sure you direct message them so other, other people on Twitter can't Pinch your answers because you know everyone wants to be the mastermind. So, uh, and Most also sought after prize in racing. It, isn't it? is. It is. It's. Uh, it's quite a mantle. And um, yeah. So, direct message us at the One One Pod on Twitter. Your responses, the questions, will also be placed on our Twitter feed after we release this uh, today's episode, episode five. So, this brings us to our preview of a very light on cock stakes. Ted, what are we calling it, Ted? Uh, I'm a traditionalist. I'm going. To, I'm going to cock stage. I'm going to call it the Ted. I love okay. the, I love the. I love
1: the name the Ted. So, uh, well, first of all, let's hope Spiritual Warrior backs up from Wednesday. Otherwise, we're down to five, beige and we're down. We're probably we're minus the a leader. Uh, we're <laughs> minus the pace setter. So, I'm. On, I'm under the impression that they weren't serious on Wednesday with uh, with Spiritual Warrior and the, the Justin Justin yard have a tremendous. Any idea why it didn't lead yesterday? Because I don't think they. I don't think they had much interest. Okay. I think they were giving it a little bit of a run, and this is probably the the target not that I think the weight for age conditions well clearly the weight for age conditions don't um, don't suit him but uh yeah he he will improve here um dramatically I think you'll find out in front but he's nowhere near these anyway we're talking um a very poor looking Ted I don't really know where to start even though we've only got the six runners Ambitious is a horse who doesn't seem to be getting out the gates. I thought, hang on, this could probably be your leader here. They'll turn this into a staying test. But mm. he's not, um, he doesn't look to be getting out the gates in his trials. So I don't think you can have any real uh, ambish- ambitions that Ambitious will lead this race. I think for Spiritual Warrior, who's on the short backup, now we, we talk about tempo and we, we spoke about how fast the tempo was in the Townton Cup. Mm. This race with a six horse field, is it is it beneficial for Lucy Warwick to sit there and walk them along? For a horse that's fit now, it's got to be fit on the four-day backup, and, and allow horses like Gadding and Regal Power to, to idle up to it at the 600 level type thing. It's not beneficial. The best chance a horse like Ambitious or Spiritual Warrior has here is to make this a really true staying test.
0: Yeah, otherwise, it, otherwise they'll get lapped.
1: They they will get lapped they'll 100%. Get so I mean, we we look midweek and a lot of us are going, oh, what a poorly run Townton. But at the same time, I look at that and I go, what were these jockeys meant to do? Mm. It's probably not. I mean, Patrick Carberry knows with missile launch, I don't want to be out in front here, so he he's saying, I'm yeah. going to walk him. Yeah, I'm mm. going walk him lucy didn't go forward on spiritual warrior um the the other runners weren't like peter hall want with taxigana he wants to just stay on the bit as long as possible the horse spits it out you know with six seven hundred to go oh, he was
0: laughing he was exactly ah, where it, he wanted it, to uh, be yeah. him down
1: to the ground exactly right prince turbo was having his first go at a staying trip we can't have a go at these jockeys and say put some pace in it's not going to benefit their particular horses so i don't have a solution in that sense um we, we don't want pacemakers we don't want this and that I think we just have to view it as a part of racing and we as analysts have to allow for that. So yeah, it's really interesting, but I suspect even though it's a small field that we should see more pace if spiritual warrior runs. I think Justin will say, and and even um, Lindsay will say to, to Jason on ambitious, like we're not going to beat them hanging around here. Let's try and make something happen, even if it means walking the first six seven eight hundred and then taking off twelve thirteen hundred to go so suspect we'll see more pay speech but i'm super keen and i never thought i saw a price about this about regal power i mean this sounds the most obvious thing in the world i've marked i've marked him a dollar forty five dollar eighty me yeah i've marked him a dollar forty five jamie carr's coming across with gadding and-, and that's been the horse that's been supported early fives to about three forty jamie carr there's-, there's multiple ways this race is run spiritual warrior will go forward Gatting might try to get out ahead of Spiritual Warrior, get to the fence, and then hold the back um, of Spiritual Warrior, allow um, him to cross. I think Gatting's a better horse with cover. There's also a chance um, Spiritual Warrior crosses, Gatting ends up on its outside. Star Exhibit Mississippi Delta won't race without cover. Um, I think Mississippi Delta, they'll, they'll both just find their spots uh, in the field. Interestingly, in last year's Ted, Gatting ended up leading halfway through the race and Galaxy Star sat just off them with all the longer shots behind them. So it'll be interesting what Pike does with Regal Power, but... I can't see him being more than a length or so off gatting um throughout the running. Gatting might be racing without cover. I think this'll be a matter of uh Pike just waiting to pull the trigger, deciding he'll just stalk, on it. He'll, he'll, he'll stalk, just stalk, stalk exactly gatting. right. He'll wait for the right moment and uh, if he has to go at the eight hundred, he'll go at the eight hundred. If he has to wait, if he knows oh hang on, this is going all right, and I can just he might end up on Gatting's back. Because what? you've got Spiritual Warrior Four, Regal Power, Barrier Six, uh sorry, Spiritual Warrior Five, Regal Gatting Four. Regal Power barrier six, spiritual aura goes forward, means Regal Power can just come across and go mm. straight onto Gatting's back. Stalk the entire way. And there's, I just can't see a way for a horse like Regal Power, who's peaking now at his first campaign. This is Gatting's second consecutive campaign. He's peaking now and gets better and better and better as the journeys progress, how they possibly turn the tables uh, on him, Beej. So My yeah. question,
0: two parts. What price did you have Gatting? Uh, five bucks. Okay, I was $4. Oh,
1: I had the rest of them out the door, though. Yeah, yeah. The yeah. rest of them were
0: completely out the door, so, like my market was. Is Gatting's best better than Regal Power's best?
1: Well, Gatting's won a Group 1 over in Melbourne.
0: At a mile. This is 2100
1: Uh Regal Power's, it's a four-year-old where we're still learning a lot. Yep. I mean, the, winning those three-year-old features over the journey were great. But um, oh, what I've seen from Regal Power... I don't know. Their best are, are pretty similar. There's more upside to Regal Power, Absolutely. so yeah. I don't. I don't necessarily think Gadding's Gatting, run on the Railway was really, really good, really, really great. But Regal Power to me has just looked like a horse who's just going to build and build and build. I think Regal Power will carry five more kilos than Mississippi Delta in the Perth Cup and beat her. Mm. But that's that's my early impression. That might change, but that's my early impression. So. I did not expect to be having a bet here, but I've marked this a dollar forty-five. You're getting two dollars, two dollars ten. Yeah, I, I agree. Some places like this is like this is for me. This is just a this is a giveaway. No this brainer. Is, I'd call it a no brainer, Beach. Okay. Yeah, I call it a no brainer. I'm going to stop talking about it now. But yeah, no brainer, Regal Power, double your money. I just can't believe you're allowed to double
0: your money. Mm, six horse field too and, That uh, worries me to
1: some concern That's the only aspect the, the muddling Pike gets a bit confused early Does he end up going forward That's the only aspect The muddling sort of way But I think Pike's smart enough mm-hmm. And he's the one I trust In these type of races To make the move at the right time So Double
0: your no, w- money Yeah My my view is that Regal, Regal Power Should just win this hands down. However Gatting has proven we don't want however however gadding has proven to be a giant killer over mm-hmm. the journey he has <laughs> ruffled feathers on more than one occasion especially cerise and white coloured feathers remembering he, he burst the bubble of enticing star in the lasteer last year he also uh, knocked off um, Galaxy Star in uh, in might, might have been the Strickland Stakes or or the Hyperion perhaps uh, at Belmont during the winter mm-hmm. um, when she was a dollar twenty dollar fifteen something like that. Gadding and I can understand why they've supported him, but I'm with you, mate, hundred percent. Regal Power. The only way this horse gets beat is if he over races or something crazy happens, but he can, if they, if it's a staying test, he wins. If it's a sit and sprint, he
1: wins. That's, that's exactly right. Yeah. You've got to look at this. This could be a real sit and sprint um, type affair as well. And the, either way, I, I think he wins the race. Exactly. What you just said so. Yeah. Regal power. Very, 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 very keen. Best of the day. Uh, I'm not, I usually like. Tipping something is your best of the day as a, as a bit of value, but um, that is value. That is value. Yes, yeah. that is value. So, um,
0: according according to your market, exactly yeah, exactly sure. right. Exactly right, beef. So all over it. Race nine, Starstruck, classic. Oh, geez, I love that horse, Starstruck. Yeah, uh, she was just a beauty. Uh,
1: A bit before my time, Bede. You're about forty-five years old. Forty-five <laughs> years older than me, I think. So, yeah. But that's, yeah, i believe she was good. I've seen her in the black and white footage somewhere. <laughs> beach. Oh no, we've only got thirty seconds till the hour mark as well, Bede. So we, once again, we're not going uh, we are not going to break the. Uh, that uh, that barrier, but I think we're we're on target for about an hour and ten, which is an improvement. So not too bad. Not yeah, too for a ten race card, you got to give right. us some. Anyway, I'll stop talking about that.
0: Race nine, Starstruck Classic, yeah. listed for the fillies and mares over the sixteen hundred meters. Nine runners. Not a bad little lineup, Terry. What have you come up with here, mate? Yeah, I think the
1: key is to look at how they improve um, from the Jungle Dawn to this. We have got most of the same runners. Obviously, the winner, Beautiful Minds, not here, but most of the same runners go from the... Any reason
0: why the Beautiful Minds? Yeah, no, not- I heard actually. No. I was
1: going to bring that up too, but. I haven't heard why that is. But, I must have missed um, that
0: on the social media. I, I can't add anything to that. No, so. no I'm not sure why um, why she's not here. But
1: uh, the key here is to look at the horse who will improve most going from the 14 to the 1600. Yeah, so we, we agree Snow channel leads this race and probably leads it on her ear. Yep. Um, I think uh, Like a Butterfly. The intentions will be with Like a Butterfly to either stay on her outside or tuck in right behind her if they can early. Um, she was really good first up, but she's a bit of a nonny um, old Like a Butterfly. Really, she was first up at the 1400, so she should be the one with the most improvement
0: second up at... Um,
1: at the mile, but um, I pretty suited.
0: It's uh, pretty suited by the way the race was run the other day, too. Yeah, hundred percent. Yeah, hundred
1: yeah, percent. I I don't think so. You, you'd suggest that Snow Channel was suited as well, seeing as she let in a the, the tempo. I think Snow is a better horse, rolling, and putting yeah, a bit of exactly. pressure into yeah, a horse race. Yeah. The connections will know that. Uh, one of the connections actually. She's actually quite a fast horse. Do you know that Churner. one of the owners actually backs himself? He does. Yeah. He so does <laughs> he, strongly, Mr. Delina. Uh, so hopefully he'll go and have a chat to Harrow because yeah. obviously he's. Uh, he knows everything. Yeah, he'll have a chat to Harold. <laughs> Hello, Mario. <laughs> he'll have a chat to Harold and say, oh, "Let's put a bit more speed into this." But um, yeah. I'm I'm pretty keen that um, Snow Chino will lead uh, from start to finish here. I think this is her race, and I think um and I think if if they set the right tempo and get them off the bit chasing, get perfect Jewel with the sixty kilos. Miss Lecky hasn't had a run in a month, and will be quite a way off them probably from barrier seven. And you've
0: got to stretch electric light at the mile. You've got I- to make it a real genuine mile Jeez. test her because if you if this is a sit and sprint she'll zap you she'll
1: get you 100% yeah. and if they make this a proper test I don't think she gets a mile beach mm. uh, I don't want to ride off Adam Durant getting a horse up in journey because he's a genius at this type of stuff but yep. um, yeah I'm um, I'm pretty happy taking her on and I think they'll know that the connections with Snow Chino really keen beach to be honest like a butterfly i think it's probably my biggest danger actually um but i'm really keen on snow chino here seven to one six seven to one this is one of a few that I, I think is actually quite nice value i've marked uh, i've marked her about four dollars fifty so leading start to finish snowy snowy
0: snow chino is for me Beach. i am perplexed that you haven't mentioned ms lecky yeah how, between, that, yeah, how is that? How is that? How is that not a thing?
1: Oh, I'm a big Ms. Leckie fan, as you're completely aware. But the month between runs, ah, yeah, and and the where where she lands from there, she can win the race. Mm. She's super talented, but yeah, I'm I'm gonna stay stay out of lucky from here. Probably at my own peril, Beach, because I've been on every start of this campaign at, at prices. So yeah, I'm going to stay
0: out. Well, that leads me to my selection. I'm going to have a bit of fun with you, Terry. You're I'm, on Ms. Leckie. I'm on Ms. Leckie. You're not that, yeah? Yeah, yeah, I'm on that. Ms. Leckie. So pretty good form, Asian Bow Stakes, Lestia Stakes, Railway Stakes form coming back to mayor's grade. Her run in the railway was uh, a touch better than Perfect Jewel, in my opinion. Perfect Jewel then came back and was Oh, oh, so close in the Jungle Dawn Classic was a really good run, and she's a, a genuine winning chance as well. So for me, Ms. Lecky needs a, a lot to go right, but Jade's on board uh, with a cold ride and a fair track. Um, in maybe even uh, looking to cut the corner in uh, or go through in in some way. Uh, but yeah, for me, I think Ms. Lecky at her at her best and um, uh, fresh. I think she can give this a real shake at uh, each way odds, Terry.
1: I like it, Beach. I probably won't like it if it wins, but uh, no, that's. Uh, I didn't expect you to go down there. I thought you were, I actually was almost certain you'd be with me on Snow Chino there, actually. <laughs>
0: yeah, uh, yeah. Uh, um, Snow Chino's been a good, good horse to me over the journey and uh, yeah, I was just a bit no knock on Joey as a party, but I'd like to see him roll with the leaders a bit more, especially horses that like to, to yep. roll. So maybe they they might change it up. I just thought if he's going to ride her similarly to the way that he did the other day out in mm. front, then she's a, she's she's going to get zapped. I think they're smarter than that. Okay, I, I
1: think they'll I think they'll roll her along. I think they can see that every horse behind it is susceptible if it's a harder run race. That's yep. the thing. There's reasoning behind all of it. So. Just has to roll here. It's Nice steady tempo. Um, even if he tries to pinch uh, the first four, five hundred, and then get rolling for the last
0: twelve. But um, yeah, that was my that was my summation anyway about yep. the snitch. But, Yeah, she she can lead, yeah. she can win. Um, just just she's a, she's actually she's actually quite a fast horse when allowed to roll, and she's tough. So yeah, I, I I'm with you there. She, um, not a bad little race uh, for the mares. It's good. Uh, they'll, they'll a few of those will be pushing on to the eighteen. But I've landed on Ms. Leckie who brings some class and a differing form line to the race. I like it. On a day without too many differing form lines, it's nice to have something like that. Here
1: we go. The lucky last, the get out S-T-E-A-K-S. Yes thanks
0: to thanks to Market City Meets. The the get out stakes are very popular, get out stakes. So Remembering to at the one one pod on Twitter send through who you think will win and a decimal winning margin so um, we will provide ours on the show and on and on Twitter Um, but we we this week's get out stakes uh, is the Crown Sports Bar handicap over 2,200 metres. Same um, as a couple of weeks ago. Very similar field. Very similar field. Yeah. Yes. So yes. actually,
1: the last winner because it was a carryover. Yeah, that's right. Well, oh, actually, winners.
0: sorry, we have to mention that, don't we? So last week, without any, oh, we've already spoken about that. Yeah. But last last week, without any races, it was uh, it's a jackpot carryover. But two weeks ago, what uh is short, jack,
1: what does it that? What does that mean? What's a jackpot?
0: Uh, I guess that means they're going to get two two lots. Really? Yeah. Just oh. in, just in time for Christmas Look as well. Look at that. Um, yeah. So. Two Maybe weeks they a- can
1: send one image because I'm actually out of stake and buying it from the crappy IJ across the road at the moment. So. <laughs> so anyway, let, let's move on. Let's get stuck in.
0: Hang on, hang on. I'll just mention before yes. we go, Sean Nichols and Benny Armstrong dead heated two weeks ago yeah. thanks to Sentimental Gift. Yep. So there are a few familiar faces in the Get Out Stakes. This edition of the get out stakes so it's um nearly identical veige nearly identical a few barriers flipped around mm. here and there but it's not a it's it's not a bad way to end the day no it's the only
1: race which has 10 runners or more something i want to point out to you, beach so the last two races two weeks ago we had in the kingston town we had you might need to help me out here kc superstorm was fourth best of days and galo chop chop fence 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 then we had in the last of the day, um push to pass, sentimental gift, odd ombudsman, ombudsman was fourth. And one more runner, Beach, one more runner. That ran third. Anyway, uh push to pass, sentimental was a 23 gift. Ombudsman. Run, wasn't it? No, I don't think it was 23 red. We should be able to find it out. Anyway, what happened is the fence was red, 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 red hot for the last couple. Um there's varying reasons. High energy. High the energy. Sorry, the leader. Yeah. Um it's a beach. So we um So we basically, you can maybe, maybe, maybe say Sentimental Gift was was gifted that race by uh, the Fat Pike rode an absolute gem. Mm. Um, And British Bessie actually had to do the work by coming around onto what turns out was a really, really, really inferior part of the track. Suited, so,
0: suited and unsuited. Yeah. yeah.
1: So in, in a day where we're going to find it difficult to find value, baggage, I'm really going gonna, gonna to take on sentimental gift from eight here. I think you get the opportunity to do so. I think British Bessie, who also had to pass a fitness test, a uh, vet's exam after she had a bit of a knock-on way to the course. That's right. Um, so I think she can definitely turn the tables from barrier two with, um, with Smoke and Joey going on, can park just off them. Um, speed wise, we've got high energy, uh, who will come across from 11 that they ran a place last start when leading, I think from the wide gate, it's either first or last. They know they can't win it from last. So they will roll forward. Um, a big watch on Royal Strata, who is, um, on the four day backup, I just, sometimes you just get that feeling. That they know what they're doing and it looked to be bolting on the turn in the townton as well. Mm. So I would be having something on that hundred um, um, percent. Keep the, your powder dry
0: drive for later in the show too. At the, yeah, I'd be having mm.
1: something small on Royal Strata at the 20 to one, mm. but the one I want to tip, Beige, and um, we, we talk about not many having differing form lines, but we've got another one here. Um, I'm going to respect uh, Ronnie Cal Jr. bringing one to the city here, Beige. Freedom by choice. First up, this campaign was really, really big um, on, over the unsuitable trip behind uh, Big Shot Paddy. And I think Big Shot Paddy is going to be a very, very good Best walk. horse in Geraldton. Apparently. Yes, I have said that. I'll win the Gerald Cup. Second up, Jade's had to work for about 500 metres to finally get outside the leader. Big Shot Paddy only got past who had the suck run. Only got past by a half length. Mm-hmm. It was really, really tough. I declared um, freedom by choice on Saturday. Just gone, especially when, um, especially when Ascot was called off, and uh, I did my rear end on it actually. But Andy Castle sort of got a bit lost. Decided to ride it a bit colder. Mm. Got shuffled all the way back through the field. Was lost never, all was, momentum, oh, yeah. was never in the horse race. Forget it went round. So freedom by choice. This isn't a really deep field of uh, of stayers. I think we can all agree on that. But Freedom by Choice has run third at last year's Jelton Cup, only beaten by No it and Media Baron, and the previous Jelton Cup um, ran second at the Ready. So this is a horse who's capable at this level, and he's really, really, really improves um, when uh, he gets up to the two thousand plus. So. From barrier one with fifty-two and a half, he can either lead or he can take the back of probably take the back of either ombudsman or uh, high energy. And I think at twenty to one, this is your uh, this is your value each way bet with uh, the juggernaut on Veige. Uh Beach. Vee. Sixty kg down
0: to fifty-two point oh, nice, five. Isn't it?
1: Love a good weight drop. Love a good weight drop. Twenty to one. I'm really happy with that. So I'm um, I'm going to be tipping. Um,
0: Freedom by choice. Yeah, I really Each like
1: way, that too. That is something great. Small, something yeah. small Royal Strata though, Beach Got to have something small Royal Strata at about 20 to 1 as well. But uh, very happy to have something on those two runners in the last. Are you anywhere near me,
0: beach No, but I, I wish I, you'd, I, I... didn't think you'd find Ronnie Calgina. I wish I was, but that's why you are the Perth Racing Guru, mate, because Geraldton, those types of places, you always find little nuggets of gold, especially up on the Crayfish Coast. Um, for me, it was... Uh, I'm, I'm in the British... Bessie fan club, so I was pretty I was pretty disappointed with the way things turned out last start. Mm. Just, just th- yeah, I'm with you. I think that sentimental gift uh, got a lot of favours the other day, and but when she did let down, she let down really powerfully, and that's to be expected. So my view is with the uh, um, low draw barrier two for British Bessie. She can land closer. She can be in a um you know in a, in a re- really strong. Uh, running position, and I think British Bessie can turn the tables on Sentimental Gift. The one outside of the obvious two that I think can improve significantly is Brothers Keeper. Not suited off speed. Not suited off nah, speed. Ridden upside down last start. It's a quaddy horse, isn't it? Definitely. Definitely, Definitely gotta have your Got to have him in your quaddy. He think- he he stays really well, Brothers Keeper. If he's if he's ridden to 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 maximise his strengths he can he can he's, make things very interesting yeah he's
1: really mapped well he's actually gone up nearly twenty to one beach so he's mm. well above my quoted price as well and the, what I like about brother's keeper and he was in my four as well mm.
0: is that he doesn't have to lead this and he doesn't have to be last here mm. he can land in the one one he can beach he just likes tempo and that's the thing that he hasn't been able to find just yet and the the day that he found it was in the York Cup and and he won. He's a real grinder, so hope uh, and also Tiana Robertson. We've spoken about her mm. already today. She's she is flying. she's flying. Troy Turner, uh, yeah, he's 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 the knockout of of the outside of the the two major players, British Bessie and Sentimental Gifts. So I'm just keen on British Bessie, uh, and I think that um, just recapping that, I think that Brothers Keeper is is worth a play as well.
1: Perfect, I love it, Beach. We got there. We've done all ten. Lucky there wasn't eleven because I'm,
0: yeah. So you I spent?
1: Think I'm awesome. yeah. I'm going horse, yeah, I'm going also I think. Uh so where do we move on from here, Beach? The one bet. One bet, not two. Oh not three, sorry, or just one. Freedom by choice, half a length.
0: Oh. Yes. So Actually, are, you, are you deliberately saying half so you're not saying the decimals? Are you are you, are you trolling me right now, i am <laughs> <laughs>
1: I'm gonna stick with a half length. Uh freedom by choice point five of a length, Beach. <laughs> Thanks, Terry. Thanks.
0: And I'll, where are you at? Uh, well, I'll, instead of going British Bessie, I might go Brothers Keeper. Okay. I'll go Brothers Brothers Keeper by 0.2 lengths in a ding dong go. I like that. With, with freedom by choice, probably. You know, probably run a close second. Um, right, I'll, I'll, I'm waiting for uh, someone to lodge a dead heat, too, in the get out stakes. That would be, that would be Yeah, quite funny. it would be. Yeah, they might have to pay 50 to 1 like you do at the, <laughs> at, at the footy when you pick the draw, yeah
1: ah okay our one bet for the day beach um i am going to be boring i like to usually find something a bit funnier but um my one bet for the day's regal power even money just in out off we go thanks for coming
0: yeah i've already i've already uh highlighted mine earlier in the preview my one bet is don't fuss i thought it might be beach
1: pretty keen there aren't you yeah maddie for the day well mine's easy because we want something at 20 to one but i don't think uh with the small fields there's too many horses going around at over 20 to one but uh i'm gonna go with ronnie cowell jr uh coming down the six hours and uh freedom by choice to um to uh to knock him off in the last royal strada was the one that probably was a bit stiff to miss out it's also 20 to one so hey Magie. Nah, nah, had its win, Beach. That's it. Nah, not not for
0: me. Okay. If, if Hay
1: Magic wins, that's me done, I think.
0: All right, my Maddie is in... Yeah, it's very hard finding Maddies at the moment with these field sizes. So my Maddie is in the Starstruck Classic, Regal Moon. Yeah, loved F- its run. Loved its run last start. Needs a lot to go right, obviously, but that's why she yep. is... Uh, $31 currently yep. in the fixed odds markets. No, I,
1: can, uh, I can see that. Really, uh, Steel Casey's a, a really good trainer as well, a really good
0: strike rate. So I can uh, I can definitely see... Informed uh, Stevie P on board too. Yes, exactly yep. right. Exactly yep. right. So have you got any horses to follow, Terry? We've been uh, finding a few lately.
1: I was telling you before, the problem is they're all running at Pinjarra today and uh, oh. the races will be run before this goes to... Uh, goes live. So uh, there's one I want to look at going forward. I'm looking for a jockey change um, (laughs) before we get on. Uh, Well, no offense. I think um, Nicole Hopwood will know that she's probably not the most experienced jockey. doesn't ride all that many, but um, I'm sure I'm not the only one to be following this horse, but a horse called Pick Your Battles Mm. um, has probably been very stiff not to break its maiden status thus far. If uh, if she does um, stay out of the saddle for one of the rides and a more experienced jockey on, um, I think it'll probably be extremely well supported and probably win really well too. So that's uh, that's about all I've got to follow at the moment. Beach, pick your battles.
0: Okay, so I covered the Albany meeting last Friday, mm. and I really appreciated the run of a horse called Defiantly. Mm. Got back, stormed not home, not definitely, not definitely, no, <laughs> Defiantly. Def- okay. Defiantly got back, stormed home. Gary Delane uh, did a really good, has done a really good job turning this mare around. I think she won about five races last time in work. She ended up coming to town and winning in 64 plus company over over 2,100 meters. That was her first run in two and a half months at Albany last Friday. Caught the eye, follow second up, third up. Uh, It will be winning uh, one shortly, especially up over a mile and beyond. Uh, and the other horse who was one of my maddies last week was a horse called Hoboken he went around in a thousand meter race at Ascot yesterday bit stiff bit stiff never got out I think he's just about ready to win hats off Neville Parnham stable Absolutely flying. killing it, low at flying, the aren't they? Yeah, certainly are. Certainly are. Um,
1: you got something for us here, a new segment, Beach. Where are they now? Before I do that, can I just? I, of course I, you can. I found a couple of trialers. Oh, of course, yes, your top notch trialers. Top notch
0: trialers. Yes. So, um, again, I was uh, I was covering Albany last Friday, and I was interested in a couple of the Steve Wolf three year olds, Eurasia and sowar who who went around in heat one at uh, the trials on Albany last Friday. However, the heat was won by a horse called Spiculus. Rebecca Walrott, Jason Whiting rode, led all the way, basically under a hold, went to the line, unraced, Spiculus, um, Keep an eye out for this horse for when it eventually steps out. I imagine it will be, uh, it will be having its first start in the coming weeks. Four-year-old, unraced, Spiculus, follow. Um, and have a look at its trial if you haven't seen it. Very, very smart. And the other horse was a horse in um, Heat 7, Lark Trials on Monday. A horse by the name of Forest War. Gavin Foster stable. It's a maiden. It will be winning a race this campaign. Finished third in the heat won by Machino Miss and oh, Gates I think I saw, of I think Babylon. I saw that one
1: actually, Beach. That was uh, that was quite impressive.
0: Yeah, I like I like Forest War as a horse. I think he's only a three year old, so he's got plenty of upside. And um, look out for him stepping out first up in the coming weeks. But yes, you referred to uh, yes. a new segment.
1: Yes. We'll keep it brief. Where yeah. are they now? So there was a horse that you saw the other day. I haven't got one to add to this, unfortunately, today. Paige. But we were We can add to, and I'm the listeners, exactly right. the listeners can
0: can, can help. We need some assistance to, yeah, to figure out where through. these
1: horses are at the moment. So you were you were wondering where Rash Alley was? Yeah. Then, then you saw it in the trials. Yes. But uh, there was another one. You uh, you wanted to know where it's at, or if uh, if someone can give us some uh, information, that'd be
0: uh, that'd be nice. Yeah, chasing some information. Mm-hmm. for sure. Just touching on Rash and Alley won very impressively at Belmont back in in July and hasn't been hadn't been seen since it did trial at uh, Lucky on Monday so keep an eye on rationality but the horse that I'm really interested in is a horse by the name of Cryptic Wonder mm. so if anyone out there can help us Terry and I out at the 1-1 and let us know what's happening with Cryptic Wonder from Team Williams that was the
1: biggest moral beaten of all time I think at its final outing before it went for a spell and I, I think I actually didn't on that I'd, I actually know I did really really had a reasonable crack and Piker Piker rode a rare poor race but yes. uh, super talented anyway
0: yeah very exciting very Uh, very exciting so if anyone out there knows whereabouts of cryptic wonder add us on twitter that would be fantastic hopefully
1: one day one of these uh, runners we can talk about like the cat ratcher after four years has come back onto the scene (laughs) and uh, and got the job done so yeah that would be nice Um, episode five of the one one all over. Red yeah, Rover. Yeah, I got one for Sunday, Beach. Oh, hang on. Yeah, I wanted to give him after oh. After the success of uh, Desi Atwell, uh, let's have something on. Swift Mirage, who finally draws a gate on um, on Sunday at Bunbury. Okay? okay. That's all. That's it. We'll keep it nice and brief. Last five gates have been 10, 13, 8, 14, 11. Never been in horse races. A lot of them have been on pace dominated. Sean Vigrati goes back on. Got a nice smaller record field. on the horse, Smaller field. Won't be a fancy price. Three, four to one type thing, but... Um, pretty Kang beige and it'll be one i hop into on sunday so
0: excellent terry so would you like to do the honors and taking us out of course well good luck to everyone uh, on the weekend um
1: e- excited for a 10 race card. not enthused about the horses we have on offer but uh, let's hopefully we can get the regal power don't fuss double up at about 10 to 1 and um Best of luck with uh, all your investments over the weekend. And when are we back next, actually, Beach?
0: We might have to. Do Boxing Day next Thursday, so we're we'll back next Friday, right.
1: the 27th. I reckon that might be worth listening to because I reckon I'll have a very croaky voice after. Uh, our first beer with ball one of the boxing day test one of my we might not have the cricket on in the background what do you reckon we can go through a bit got of him <laughs> yeah. anyway let's wrap her up um, thanks for listening again and uh, until next week a Merry Christmas and uh, to everybody as well because we won't uh, we won't be recording before Christmas but a Merry Christmas to everyone and I hope you enjoy the day and eat and drink too much and uh, we'll see you all again uh, just after Christmas so until next uh, next time on the one one